Before we get to this week's episode of Business Over Brew, let me tell you about our sponsors of this program, Roberts Motors. You know the name. Roberts Motors has been around since 1949, the value store in Alton. Just great people to work with. If you are in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, maybe you need service on your vehicle, Roberts Motors is the place to go. John Roberts, Sam Roberts, the whole team out there at Roberts will really take care of you. They've been contributing to our community in a positive way for, for such a long time. So if you if you have a need for a vehicle, maybe you just want to look, maybe you want to browse, you can go to robertsmotors.com, check out their website. All their inventory is on there. Hey, stop by the lot, say hi, take a look at everything that they have, maybe the new Ford Ranger or new Ford Bronco. Lots of great stuff on the lot. It's been an interesting year in the car business because of COVID-19. 19, things are starting to get back to normal. So if you've been waiting to get back into a new vehicle, now is the time. You don't have to wait any longer. Visit Roberts Motors and get yourself in a new vehicle. Welcome to Business Over a Brew. Pleased to be joined in this episode by Jason Harrison, LeMay's Catering. Jason, thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Uh, thank you for having me. Uh, tell us a little bit about just your background and, and your history. I know you grew up here in the area. Yeah, man. So uh, born and raised here in Alton, um, my, both of my parents uh, pastors, so they started a church uh, when I was a newborn. So um, my whole life I've seen entrepreneurship. Didn't, didn't un- quite understand it until I got older, but um, my dad worked at the DMV in Bethalto for 35 years. Oh, really? Yeah, while yet him and my mom navigating of how to start a church from the ground up and uh, three locations later here now, they're doing it exceptionally well now that it's COVID. But um, yes, yeah, so I've seen it, man. Um, my brother, he has his own funeral home. My younger brother has his own production company. So just been around entrepreneurship. So it just seemed like the thing to do. So when when you were growing up or, you know, all the jokes about the people that work at the DMV, you're like, hey, wait a minute. There's some good people that work yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, and I, I, that place... It's a high-stress environment. Oh, yeah, he's like, you either hate it or you love it, man. So many people to come through there. but And they I, just kind of show up expecting to, you know, in a bad mood already, it seems oh, like what, I, what I'm doing. definitely, so, man. Uh, but I've had actually pretty good experiences at the DMV. What, what are some things your parents uh, instilled in you at a young age that uh, about being an entrepreneurial individual? Uh, hard work and integrity. Sure. I mean, you only have your word, you know, past, past anything else, your word means the most. So what, what you say, do it. And, and just, just natural grit of hard work, man. I think that's what this generation is, is truly missing. You know, when you hear people saying, I'm, I'm on the grind or I'm, I'm, I'm working out here, to, you, but you still have time to watch Netflix and everything else. The, my parents taught me hard work from sun up to sundown. I mean, at the church, we had to clean the bathrooms. You know, we were picking up the the gum and the trash after at the service and been there before everybody got there. When everybody left, we were still there. So just natural hard work, man. I, I was listening to a, a podcast this week. Um, Jerry Seinfeld was the guest, and I think people look at somebody like him or even a, su- a successful business owner and think, man, he's so lucky, you know, to be so gifted as a comedian or to have such a great business. But what they don't see and what he was talking about was um, just he is an extremely hard worker. That's what that's one of the things, probably the key ingredient for him in being such a successful comedian or entrepreneur really mm-hmm. is what he is. Um, 
he he writes one hour a day and it's just the structure and the the grit and the grind that he goes through that most others aren't aren't willing to go through um you know i i think kind of the easy part is to come up not not the easy part but it, it's easy to start a business there, there's a lot of businesses you could start tomorrow and yeah and there's very low point of entry the hard part is like you said that grind and, and seeing it through to the end yeah i mean so you have people um that might start off working hard but if if that hard work don't yield the results that they want in the time that they feel that it should be yielded then they stop and so i seen again my parents are still pastors now so 37 years of people leaving the ups and downs growing the church going down you know saying the income i mean there's been times that we were supposed to go on vacation they couldn't go on vacation you know they're sustaining the church and, and they just showed me that there's so much you have to put in to get to where you want and most people see that the end result or see this part of success but not seeing everything that goes with. I mean, we just launched another part of our business and my wife and I was talking, I, I said, what people don't see is, you know, every morning I'm up at 4.35 o'clock and they didn't see that I left my building the other night at 12.05, you know. And well, probably right back the next day. And, and my alarm clock went right back off at five o'clock. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's right back at it. Mm-hmm. But I'm building it from the ground up, you know what I'm saying? And, and, you know, you hope there comes a point where the grind's not that much and not that intense. I mean, that's what we all work towards. But, we, you know, we all want it so quickly in, in our society. It's just like that. It, you got to have instant gratification. There's very few times that that happens in life and especially in business. You know, there, there's an appreciation when you work hard for it. I mean, it's, it's like when someone, your, your children at home, they just run the water. Cause they're not paying for it, <laughs> but one the moment you start paying for that right water, you like you 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 take two two less minutes in the shower because you're thinking about the bill or you know you're not just leaving the door open while you're running out. And so it's something about that hard work. It's something about when you put in that time, man. And yeah, I mean, we don't want it to be forever, but the truth behind it is, hard work is forever. It might it just might vary in which area, and do you have to do it? as a means of survival, because that's what, it's just hard work is in you, just, it's just in you. Right. Uh, what was the first business that you, you started in your life? So, um, I want to say the first thing, we opened up a barbecue place, my wife and I did in East Hall, and it was in 2010. And I remember telling her, I'm like, honey, I want to open up a restaurant, I want to do this. And I, I kept telling my, and she was like, just do it already. And, and I got so determined, I saved up $10,000 and, uh, opened this business and it was a fail, you know, a flop, you know, and, but I learned so much from it. And then I bought, got into another business. Um, the following year I was in school. Um, and this part, people don't know, man, I, I wasn't sleeping. My doctor uh, told me, he said, man, you are too, I was 27. He said, you're too young for me putting you on sleeping medicine. He said, so, but I'm going to give you this. He said, but I don't want you becoming dependent on this. I took one of those things and was such a zombie. I'm like, I'll, I'll never take this again. But it was in that process that I began to begin to learn and teach myself because I didn't, I mean, I graduated from high school, did a little bit of college, um, but I, I was determined to teach myself. So you're either gonna learn in school or you're gonna learn out here in the experience of life. And so just began to teach myself, man, the business and reading a lot and you know that's how I got started. Was the, the 
trouble sleeping, I'm going to bet that it probably uh, was a result of just your mind's always going. Yeah, mind just just totally racing, man. You know, wh what can I do? What did I do wrong today? You know, trying to troubleshoot it, trying to see, you know, and again, it was almost like the uh, I had the instant gratification. You 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 put out a, a post and think you have all these followers and have mm -hmm. all these great things. But what I realized is when I was selling these sandwiches, like it was great some days, and there were times that I sat up there and not one customer came in. Right. You know, and and it's like, man, you know, how, how do you go home and explain this one, you know, and deal with right. it. And likes and follows are great on social media, but it doesn't necessarily sell sandwiches. So. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, so I was just talking to my marketing lady the other day. I'm like, pull the Google Analytics of like our company. So I, I want to see what what we have did. And then I was telling my wife, and she's like, oh, we got this many followers. Or we got this. I'm like, but do that equate to money? That's the reason why we do it, you know. Sure. And so, but I didn't know any of that until I began to read about Google Analytics, and I, mm -hmm. I began to just—I had to teach myself a lot, man. You know, you know it. In, sure. In, in business, you have to adapt, man. You have to learn, continue to learn. It, and it's changing so quick, and it's changed even the the pace of things. Is you know, uh, a year ago when COVID it hit, it changed things even quicker, and we had to adapt even faster. So yeah, uh, it, you, you constantly have to be. Uh, learning about what's next. Yeah, the thing I like about uh, businesses and people that can adapt, that's not something that you can write on your resume. So no one knows it until it happens. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we look at a resume about, okay, what is your intelligent quotient? You know what I'm saying? How 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 smart are you? Um, we want to know where you came from, what, you know, where have you did? But the, the main question we can't really ask somebody, how do you deal through crisis, sure. You know, because when a crisis arises, you you can tell some people might acquiesce to back to their um, ways of running back home. They they're afraid, you know, um, and they don't know what to do. But so many people that are surviving now, I'm just I'm just looking like wow, the adaptability quotient of life that the people uh, obtained they didn't even know they obtained it. That's the great thing about crisis; it brings out things in you that you didn't know that you even had, mm -hmm. you know? And I am just looking back in amazement, not only with business owners, just with individuals, the children that's on um, remote learning and parents that have to adapt with this. I'm just like, wow, you are, you have so much in you that you didn't even know. Right. Um, I'm always fascinated by the spousal relationship of, of business owners. And, and you mentioned you, you had a business and it, it had failed. Um, seems like she was really behind you and wanting you to do the first one when you said, what do you think about this idea for another business behind you again? Or was there a little bit like, I don't know, it didn't work so well the first time. Uh, she said, <laughs> you know, you need your own bank account. <laughs> because it was like we, we were had to share this account. And, you know, every time I overdraft or every time the business went low, you know, she was working consistent job and she's like, uh, you know, hey, and then, you know, the business do good. She'd be like, hey, the business plan don't pay me back my money. Kind of, I'm like, we're just going to leave it right here so you don't have to do it again. Um, and now we work together. And that's something that we never did. Like, we, we've never, it's like, we had the business, but one of us working full time somewhere else. And so this last time that we started a business, um, I was working full time. She was working for the business. And I told her, I said, honey, I I'm going to quit, you know. Like we need to we need to focus in on this together and just grow this. And she agreed. And man, has it been a journey? 
it has been it has been some great uh laughter there's been some great you girl you fired she fires <laughs> me you know and <laughs> we laugh about it but it, you know there's challenges with business man and especially with a spouse right you know yeah and how do you not take it home and oh. uh it's it's nearly impossible i would say uh, man it, yeah it's, it's just impossible man you know we try to have a cutoff but it truth behind it is it, it isn't you know we we'll go to the movies enjoy the movie and in the car we're talking about the business mm-hmm. you know and and it might be good or bad right you know might lead to argument might not you know depends and it's just that's just strain of of business right well tell us about the journey for for LeMay's catering and and how it got started and where it is today so um our daughters who are now 14 and 12 they had came home and it was talking about Oh, we're not eating at school. They just come home and, and ramshacking the fridge and the thing. We're like, what the heck? You know, why why are y'all still hungry? You just got left school. And they was like, we're not eating that uh, garbage, you know. And they just complain about it. And so we begin to investigate a little bit more. And I I talked to my wife. I'm like, I think it's you know it's a business here, and uh, she agreed. And so that's that's how we started. And our first contract was with a. Um, what a daycare. And then we branched from there to an after school program and then we got into schools and man, it's just, it's been learning curve, you know? And so what we did, we was proactive about it, about getting a, uh, a youth board. So this board kind of helped determine the menu and kind of helped mm-hmm. um, do the tasting. So then they let us know, like, we don't have to guess right. our children are gonna like it because we keep a youth team that is telling us. So we like this or don't yeah, like man. this or, yeah. So this journey, and so, and our children are hands-on, you know, uh, especially with this remote learning. So they work for the company, you know, they're they're there helping packaging. They're, they're helping, you know, and I would just tell my wife, you know, we need to get them more involved even with the budget and how this works because I'm like, they're the reason why this business started. I mean, it's named LeMay's because of LaCaya Melina. And um, I have a granddaughter now that's, uh, named Leia, so we added her in with the business. So now it's just like, hey, take this and run with it, you know. <laughs> uh, talk about, you know, you're gaining traction, the business is, you know, starting to, to make some inroads, and then it, the COVID comes up, and obviously that had a huge impact on, on your business being so reliant upon schools at the time, I'm sure. Yep. So uh, the moment COVID happened, and my wife was, you know, like, oh my goodness, what we're going to do? We found ourselves like millions of Americans in the unemployment line. And I just trained my mind. I said, this is gonna be the best year of my life. I was like, and during this pandemic, I am about to make the most I've ever had. You know what I'm saying? I'm, just, I'm not trying to say that arrogantly or um, just my ego. Yeah, it's just, it just, it's just my mindset. You know what I'm saying? During this time of lack or famine, is gonna be my time that I am I have feasts. I'm gonna have abundance. You know, I'm like, this is gonna be the time. And don't get me wrong, it has been a challenge. And that that first month, you know, find myself scrambling, you know, meditating more, trying to figure out, okay, how does this work? But I just, I'm determined in my head, man, like I will grow, my company will grow from here. You grew up in the church, obviously. Talk a little bit about the role, and you mentioned meditation. Talk about the role of, of faith in your in your daily life and in your business. Yeah, so this is, uh, like I told some of my friends, man, this is all the times 
we we prayed all the times we sang songs all the time the inspirational messages we heard about faith and doing this and doing that this is the time you live it i'm like this is the real test mm-hmm. you know this is to determine was it really a song or was it really in your heart and you can really uh display it you know this is the time and you know, when I find myself at church now or listening to a message, it hits different because I'm we're we're in a time of famine. You know, so many people are losing loved ones and losing businesses and you know, so much. And now when you hear a message of hope, encouragement, it, it comes to a heart different. You know, I say I, I gain a different value during this time. Even with my children, you know, we, mm-hmm. we just most recently went to New Orleans and seeing the business that was closed there and the different people that were struggling, I'm just like, I just have a different outtake of what I value. I really value spending time with family and friends and, you know, just enjoying the most of every day. Right, because it's something that you you are pouring your heart and soul into and and it, it can consume you. Um, yeah. But I think we all need to think about doing something that we like doing every day. Yeah, because it's it's life is short. I mean, it it is so unpredictable, you mm-hmm. know. Um, I just really, man, I, I I really just trying to focus in on my family. You know, mm-hmm. I, I told my wife we were looking to buy another business, and I'm like, if you're if you and the children are on board, like I don't want it. Like I don't care how much money it would make me. You know, it's just like now if the family's not involved because I, I want you all, I want you by my side as we lead together. I want people to say, man, that that family right there built an empire. Not not Jason built one, but a family built that empire. It's a great perspective. Um, talk about, uh, I know some new uh, additions, uh, additional revenue streams for the business. I know recently uh, started offering fish out of the old yep. Riverbend build, building. So talk a little bit about that. So man, uh, again, we so we lost some contracts. So I was sitting up there thinking like, man, what can I do? Bing, I owned a fish and barbecue place. I'm like, I'll sell fish and barbecue every Friday. Mm-hmm to uh, generate this revenue from this one contract we lost. And so, man, that has been going great. We're open every Friday. And I mean, we're, I mean, I was just looking over reports the other day. We're doing exceptionally well on Fridays. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) So then we leave, we're, we're, so we get this going. And another contract just, just went delay on paying. I mean, just horrible where, you know, it's like right. almost like, man, we're going to be able to make payroll. But they, you know, don't pay. So I'm like, all right. So my wife. We should call them out on the show. No, yeah. You, you know, <laughs> never do business with this. But uh, so then I tell my wife, I'm like, all right. People are trying to eat healthy during this time and people uh, are busy. I'm like, let's start our meal prep. And so this week we did uh, brisket uh, with cheesy cauliflower. We did a tilapia with asparagus and we did a chicken fajita bowl and and we only charged six dollars wow and so and so everybody's like six dollars i'm like yeah i'm like so while other people are waiting on customers ours are lined up Mm. we're getting calls you know that's great and so what i'm like you have to be able to adapt that's exactly what we were talking about earlier how can you adapt during famine you know don't need to be sitting around oh waiting on some savior or waiting on somebody to come get you it's like 
utilize what you already have inside of you. And right. that's what we did. We we know we can cook. We know we can manage uh, restaurant business. So we're like, hey, let's make this happen. About out of time. Um, tell us a little bit about if they if our viewers want to go and our listeners want to find more information about you. Where can they can they do that? So we're on Facebook, um, Lemay's Catering. Uh, we have a website, Lemay'sCatering.com. L-A-M-A-Y-S Catering.com. We're also on Instagram. Um, you can find me and my wife, Jason Kayla Harrison. We're there. Our business is at the old Riverbend Billiards, 909. The one on Broadway, correct? Yep, 909 East Broadway, right across from uh, Baxter's mm-hmm. there. Yep. And what are the hours on Friday night? So- uh, 1030 to 730. Okay. Yeah. And people just come down, right? If yep. They, if they yep. And look, for look, dinner. look forward in the spring here. We'll be having a, a food truck. Oh, great. Oh, yeah. very cool. Yeah, so we're, we're expanding, man. Lots of good stuff going on for you. Yes, sir. Appreciate all you do for the community and, and looking forward to partnering with you guys for, for a long time and, and running businesses here in the River Bend. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Jason. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm.